happy Mother's Day to all our moms out there. And Mother's Day is a special day, as we all well know. Um, it's celebrated um, here in the United States and North America, and it's a day where moms can be lifted up. And not just moms, but those who are caregivers also. Caregivers meaning those who care for others in the home. And it's a day where they get a chance to be exalted. And we're going to be, today we're going to be looking at uh, moms, but more than that, we're going to be looking at the woman, um, a woman of God, and a woman who makes a great mom. And we're going to be looking at Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31. A familiar passage for many of us, but I believe it's a passage that um, can speak to us today as it spoke, uh, as it spoke almost uh, 1,500 years ago. Um, it can speak to us even today. So we're going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 31, verses 10 to 12, and read along with me. An excellent wife who can find, for her word worth is far above jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She looks for wool and flax, and her work, and works with her hands in delight. She she is like merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She rises also while it is still night, and gives food to her household, and portions to her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. For her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She grinds her, she girds herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She senses that her gain is good. Her lamp does not go out at night. She, she stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands grasp the spindle. She extends her hands to the poor. She stretches out her hands to the needy. She's not afraid of the snow for her household for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes covering for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies belts to the tradesmen. Strength and dignity are, are her clothing and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth in wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and bless her, her husband also, and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done nobly, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is in vain, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Give her the product of her hands, let her works praise her in the gates. Amen. Amen. And may God add the blessing to the reading of his word. We're going to be looking at three, three specific points today. Who can find, she does, and the result and the action. Who can find? An excellent wife. Who can find? Well, we can look at that and call an excellent mom or an excellent woman. And as I was, I was, as I was thinking about this, an excellent woman, this was Solomon, 
writing as he was taught by his own mom. And he was saying character matters. An excellent wife, one that, a, a woman of character, a woman who has, not that she's perfect, but she's a woman who is motivated and what drives her is character and doing those things which is right. An excellent, not a good one, but an excellent one. That's a high standard, but it's a standard not just in, in beauty or outward appearance, but it's, it's excellent in her character and her whole being and who she is as a person. And I think that that's the thing that Solomon, I think, was trying to convey here. Not just of a, not just of a woman, but of a mother, but as a person as a whole. And people see that. People see the difference between an excellent person, an okay person, and a not so okay person, or not so good person. And the excellent person stands out. And that's the goal of what Solomon, I think, is trying to convey here, is that he's looking at a woman, a mom, a wife, who stands out, stands out in her character and who she is as a person. And, and her worth is far above jewels. The closest thing that I've seen to a jewel is what I gave to my wife for her wedding ring. Or my mom had, my mom had some nice jewelry. But that's the closest thing that I've seen in jewelry. I've seen a few pearls. My wife found a pearl one day in a clam, which wasn't very big, but it was still a jewel. It was still precious. And we look at jewels as precious, don't we? We look at them as whether it be a ruby or a diamond or amethyst or whatever, whatever it is, an emerald. We look at those things as precious, as great, and we strive to, we strive to have those things because they're things of beauty. They're things of excellence. They're things that are great to have. I think Elizabeth Taylor, she was an older actress, for those of you who are younger, who had the Hope Diamond, which was a, which was a huge diamond. And we, we look at those things and we admire those things. Now, if you look at an excellent woman, an excellent mom, do you, admi do you see that woman and do you admire her? Do you look at her and say, wow. Wow, look at her. Look at who she is. Look at who she is. Look at what she is about. Look what her look what she is as a person. Do you do that? Cuz it says here for her worth is far above jewels. So if you get enamored and you get awed by jewels, look at that woman, that woman of character, that woman that person who is excellent. And you go, wow, what a person. Not just because she's beautiful physically, but she's beautiful in her character and her person and who she is. That's a, special, that's a special thing. 
And that's, a, that's what God desires to see from um, women who know him and love him. It says here, the heart of her husband trusts in her. He will have no lack of gain. She does him good. He'll have no lack of gain. We see here, as we're gonna, and we're going to pursue that a little bit further, she has no lack of gain. She works hard. And she does him good. She, does, she looks to do good for others, for her family. She looks to do good. She doesn't look to harm. Sometimes people look to harm other people. They don't look out for the best interest of others. But here is that she works hard to gain more, but also she does good to others, to her family. She takes care of her family. She's looking good. She's looking to do good for her family, looking to good and not evil. And that's an important part of character. Character, evil character or bad character wants to harm other people, wants to hurt other people, wants to, to hurt other people. And that's what gossip does sometimes. Sometimes um, when a person you're gossiping about, you're usually gossiping about bad news or bad misfortune that the other person's having or the other person's doing. And uh, an excellent woman won't do that, but she'll look for the good, she'll look to do good to speak good rather than to speak evil, to speak truth rather than to speak lies. And that's important, folks, um, because that's a part of what an excellent person is, is that they look for, they look, they work hard, but they also look to do good for others. They look for the benefit, they look for the welfare of others. Not the harm of others, not the, the hurt of others, but they look for the benefit of others, even if they others maybe aren't their best friend. But let's go on here. Let's go on to look at our, our second point. She does. Uh, this is verses 13 through 27. And what basically what it's saying here is the list, it's a list of things that, that she does that makes her a part of who she is as a person. In other words, she doesn't do these things just because she has to or because it's a duty or because it's it's an obligation. She does it because it's, it's who she is as a person. It's who she is as an individual. It comes, it's a natural outflow. It's a natural overflowing of her character and who she is as a person. And, 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 and that's an important thing. You don't, and I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I do because of obligation. Sometimes I do because I have to. Rather than doing it because I love to do it, and I love to accomplish those things, but it's also a natural outflow of who I am, sort of like the fruit of the Spirit. It's like a, it's a natural outflow of who you are as a person. So let's look at some of these character qualities. Um, we see here, she, she uh, verse 13, she looks for wool and flax and works with her hands in delight. She, in other words, we see that thing again. She works hard. She's not um, always just sitting around being idle. Not that you can't relax, and I'm not saying that you can't, but there's um, a thing there where she, she works with her hands in delight. She's not miserable, and that's an important word. L works with her hands in delight. She's not complaining about what she has to do. She enjoys what she has to do. She's working hard, but she enjoys what she does in delight, and that's an important characteristic. Because sometimes we can do, we can be hard workers, and we can do things, 
but we do it with complaining attitudes or we do it with a complaining spirit rather than doing with a, a delightful spirit or a joyful spirit. And that's important to have because if you're doing with delight, what does that do? That pleases God, doesn't it? It really does. If you do it with delight rather than doing with complaining and being miserable, God, you know, God wants us to accomplish things, but he doesn't want us to accomplish things complaining about doing those things. He wants us to accomplish those things doing what? With delight. Because it's you enjoy doing what? Pleasing him and then pleasing others. Well, let's go on here. She likes the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. This is verse 15. She rises also while still night and gives food to her household. She takes care of her home. She takes care of her household. She makes sure that um, her home is taken care of. Now, this is not being chauvinistic. And some people would think that, well, if we, you know, um, a woman's staying home and, or a woman's taking care of her home. And I, th well, it's not, I don't think it's chauvinistic. I think it's a part of the character of who God made um, uh, as he describes uh, this woman. I think it's, it's a person who enjoys doing what she does, who enjoys pleasing God. It's a person, it's a woman of character who enjoys doing it, not because she has to or, or not because she's under subjugation of her husband. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is she does it because this is who she is. She takes care of her home. She takes care of her household. She takes care of those who are in her home. And um, so she, and she works hard to make sure that her, her household's taken care of, make sure that her kids are taken care of, make sure that the kids are provided for, make sure that the kids are taken care of. I know that's like with my, like with my wife, with, um, with our kids, when they, when they get sick, she's like right there, she's like, she's like, you know, hugging them and, you know, and she's making sure she's making, making sure that they're taken care of, making sure that she, they're, they're cared for because she loves them and she cares for them as a mom. And, 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 th and that's, I think, part of the character of a person. That's the part of the nature of a person. That's the part of the mom in a person is that they're their children and you care for them, you love them, you nurture them, you want to make, you don't, you, you don't, it hurts you when you see them not doing well or when they're not feeling well or when they're not, when things happen or, or when difficult things happen, you're right there, she's right there to nurture them and to care for them. And I think that that's the way, but that's a part of the person's character. That's a part of who that person is. And, but also, um, she makes sure that her house is take, provided for. She's making sure that, um, and gives food to her household, makes sure they're taken care of. Um, she considers a field and buys it. And she's industrious. And some people will think that, um, you know, women can't work. That's, then the Bible never said that. But what, but what the Bible talks about here is, is that um, she is, she considers a field of buy. She's a business person. She has a business acumen. She understands business and she tries to provide for her family to supplement the income of the family. She, she does what she can do. She provides what she can in order to uh, help the family uh, be taken care of. And she has, she has wisdom and creativity in providing for that family. And she works hard to make sure that the household is taken care of. And that's so important as well, because that's a part of the character of a person. A part of a person is, is that they, 
you know, that they, they want to be able to provide, to help provide for their family, they want to help take care of their family, they want to be able to, to do things, and, they're, and they can be creative, and they can be industrious, and they can work hard, and those are wonderful character qualities that a, um, a person can have, and, and, in, and in this case, uh, that a woman can have, a woman of character, a mom of character, a wife of character, can have, that they can work hard, and be industrious and be creative in, in, in providing for themselves and providing for their household and providing for their families. Um, she's strong. She gird, verse 17, she girds herself with strength. She's strong. There's nothing wrong with, some people get intimidated by a strong woman. There's nothing wrong with having a strong one. She's strong. She's strong in character. She's strong in a per, as a person. She doesn't give up easy. She doesn't uh, capitulate. She doesn't give in. But she's strong and she stands strong because her strength comes from who? Comes from the Lord. And her strength, um, and she, she puts strength on. It's, it's, like the, it's like the armor in, in Ephesians chapter 6. She puts on strength. She puts on God's strength in her life. And, that, and that's important because when the kids need some, when the kids are going through difficulty, and think about this. In the last uh, two and a half years or so, or in the last little over, I guess a little over two years, you know, with COVID and everything that's gone on and things that kids have gone through. Things that kids have gone through in the last two years has been really difficult. I work with kids. I mean, that's part of my job. It's a part of, and I've seen what a lot of these kids have gone through. I've seen what my own kids have gone through with social isolation, with, with other, not being able to be a part of other kids' lives, of uh, mental health struggles that kids have gone through, a lot of difficult issues. And kids need strong moms and dads. Kids need strong, they needed strong parents in order to look to, in order to get them through those difficult times. And having a strong mom, having a mom of character has been really, um, is really a benefit for the children, isn't it? To someone that they can go to and say, I don't know what else to do, Mom. What, what can I do here? What can happen here? You know, and, and to find that the mom's not, oh, oh, oh. But the mom is strong because she finds her strength in the Lord. So what, what can happen here is, and this is what you're going to find out, is that from a woman of character, it not only benefits her, but she has a strong relationship with the Lord, but she, it not only benefits her as a person, but it benefits those around her because her character and who she is is going to benefit them. It's going to, here, like in this case, it's going to benefit her husband. It's going to benefit her home, her children. And then, as we're going to find out later, it's going to benefit others as well. So when you're a person of character, when you're a person of an individual that's strong, that works hard, um, that... Others are going to benefit, aren't they? Others will benefit from your character, from who you are, that they'll find strength in who you are. Some of the great, some of the great uh, people of God had strong moms, didn't they? Look at Samuel. Hannah was his mom, right? Think about the other moms. Think about... Um, Jesus with his mom, Mary, a godly woman, right? John the Baptist's mom, Elizabeth, 
Another example. Raising godly people who were influential and being able to influence their children. And that's so important. You think about um, Ruth Graham Bell influencing her children, Billy Graham's wife. Influencing her children, influencing others in her life. Even though her husband was this big evangelist, she was influential because Billy Graham was gone most of the time. He was gone most of the time doing crusades around the world. So who had the influence of raising the kids and influencing the kids in their lives? Ruth did, his wife. And you look at Franklin. Franklin, who is Billy's, I think, oldest son, Billy Graham's oldest son. And he, he started uh, uh, Samaritan's Purse, which is a big organization that helps the poor and the needy. But look at, the, look at the influence of the mom in the home and his life and his character. And think about the character, the influence that we can have in those around us. And I think that that's important, being strong in character. But let's go on here. Um, she senses that her gain is good. She has wisdom in making money. She has wisdom in earning income. That's important too. There's nothing wrong with having money, folks. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's okay to have it. God says it's okay. And she, and she, ha and she has uh, a good sense that her gain is good. See, in other words, she understands that what she's doing is good. It's okay. It's good to be able to do what? It's good to be able to have income, to be able to live comfortably, to have a nice home, to have a nice they provide nice things for your family. And a godly woman is able to do that. She senses and she knows what I'm doing is good. I'm, what I'm accomplishing here is good. And that could be anything. That could be a, a, your own business that you have from home or a, another business that you start or what you, you accomplish. And I think that that's really important to have that, to have that in your mind saying, here's a, here's a person that is able to have wisdom because God-given wisdom in her character to be able to say, okay, I can have creativity. Well, what can I do to help my household to have more income, to live more comfortably? To, uh, the, um, and what they do is, is that God gives them that wisdom to be able to do that. I mean, God did that with my own wife with, with a starting the nonprofit. And so that was, you know, that was, uh, God gave us the wisdom to be able to do it, and she's been working with that all along up to this point. You know, God gave her the wisdom to be able to do that. And I think that that's, I think that's okay to have those things. We can't shun not being able to make money or not being able to provide for our household. That's important. And it says, um, she, and this is another part. She extends her hand to the poor. She stretches out her hands to the needy. Think about that. She not only provides for her household, but she uses her income to do what? To help the needy, to, um, to help the poor and to help the needy, those who are in need, those who have need, those who are less fortunate. You can't provide for your household. You can't provide for others and help others if you don't have any income yourself, can you? So it's necessary to be able to have extra income to be able to support and help 
those who are in need. And that's important, folks. And I think about, you know, like even I just, again, I come back to the example of my own wife. I think about all the ladies that she's able to help with her with the nonprofit, you know, with our nonprofit. And I think it, all the ladies have, and, and their families that she's been able to help, reaching out to the poor and the needy, those who have needs, those, had she not started that, a lot of those women would not have received the help that they had received had she not done that. And the same thing with us. Others, if God directs us to, to earn extra income or God directs us to earn uh, a way, be creative in, 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 in having more, then it will be able to help us to provide for our own families and have uh, nice things for our own families, but also it will enable us to help the poor and the needy, those who are in need, those who have um, a need that uh, can't be met and a need that uh, can't be met unless we unless we meet it, because God's directing us to meet it. And so that's important, folks. Not only just to meet our needs, but also to be able to meet the needs of others. And so God gives us creativity. God gives us wisdom. God gives us strength. God gives us the ability to be able to work. God gives us things to enjoy. God, and what does the scripture say? God's given us all things to enjoy, hasn't he? And so, but it's important that we have that balance, knowing that we can provide for our homes and provide well for our homes, but also to be able to provide for those in need. Um, she's not afraid of snow for a household, for a household or clothes with scarlet. What is scarlet? Scarlet is a material that's uh, a high quality material, it's precious. So what is she doing? She's She's not, she doesn't, she's not afraid, oh, the snow's coming, and what am I going to do? How am I going to work? How am I going to do this? And she's not worried about that because her household, my kids are going to get cold. I don't have enough clothing to be able to do it. She's not afraid of that because, the why? Because she provided well for her home. Her kids are clothed well. Her kids are provided adequately. Or they have clothing. They're taken care of. They are provided for. And that's, and that's critically important that, to think, well, my kids just have enough. Well, it's nothing wrong with having extra to make sure that they're provided for. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's important. A woman of character will seek to make sure their family is take, well provided for and taken care of. Her, and she's taken care of as well. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Purple was always symbolic of royalty. And having fine clothing and having fine things and being able to uh, be able to take care of yourself and be able to dress well and be able to uh, look well and to be able to provide it for well. And I think that that's critically important as well. Um, verse 24, she makes linen garments and sells them. In other words, she, again, she sees that she's industrious. She, she uh, supplies belts to the tradesmen. She is productive. Strength and dignity are her clothing. In other words, strength. Strength and dignity. Character. She's physically, she's physically strong. She's strong in character. She's a dignified woman. She carries herself well. She car she's dignified. She is she's carrying herself in a way that shows that she's a woman of character. She's a woman that is well 
um, said she is uh, well. She cares for herself well, and she cares for her home well. And so that's I think really important. Is it comes back to that whole thing of having strength, strength of character, uh, physical strength, but dignity. She's uh, she's having that. She is not like she's uppity, but she is well. She she doesn't participate in things that would uh, would be would be questionable in her character. Uh, she opens her mouth in wisdom. Here's another part. And she smiles at the future, and she opens her mouth in wisdom. She speaks wisely. Not only does she work hard, not only does she, she industrious, not only does she provide well for her family, not only is she a person of character and strength and dignity, but she's also a person of wisdom. She, when she opens her mouth, she doesn't speak any old thing. She speaks that which is wise. She speaks in her mouth. She speaks those things. And this is part of what we've been. I talked about last week is wisdom. The wisdom that comes from who? Wisdom that comes from God. Her mouth speaks wise words. Have you ever heard things from a person and say, wow, that's pretty profound. That's pretty deep. That's pretty, and 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 that makes sense. And and the, and you and you sense that that person is speaking wisely, and you sense that that person is speaking truth. And again, I refer back to my own wife, in that um, she often speaks to me, but she also speaks to our kids in a wise way. In other words, she makes sense in what she says. She thinks about what she says. She doesn't necessarily throw out things and just say any old things, but she thinks about her words and she thinks about what she's going to say and she speaks with wisdom and whatever the subject matter is and whatever she has to say. I learn from it. My kids learn from it. Others learn from it. Again, it's the benefit that others have because she is a person of character because uh, she's a woman uh, who knows and loves the Lord, others benefit from that. And the same thing with us uh, and us um, as people of God, but also uh, ladies, is that if you're a wise person, not only are you wise for yourself, but you're wise for others. And then the teaching of kindness is in her tongue. Not only is she wise, but she's kind. In other words, she speaks kind words. She doesn't seek to harm other people. She doesn't seek to hurt other people. She doesn't see, seek to malign other people. She doesn't seek to gossip about other people, but she seeks to bless other people. And again, I, 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 um, I think of my wife with this, is that she's a, a kind person. She speaks kind things about other people. And she says things in a kind way, even if it's a difficult thing or a difficult subject. She does it in a kind way, not seeking for the hurt of someone else. Remember I talked about that before? But seeking for the benefit or the welfare of the other person. Kind words. Wise words, kind words. And she looks well to her household. In other words, she takes care of her household. She takes care of her family. She looks well. She looks well. In other words, she 
looks well to her family. She, in other words, she, her eyes on her family and taking care of her family, making sure her family is provided for and cared for and uh, taken care of. I think that that's so important as well, is that um, you look well, not only to your own needs, to your own home, but also you look well to the needs of others. And I think that there's a, there's a scripture passage where it says, and, and let us not look to only to our own needs, but also the needs of others. And that's important, folks, because when you give to others, you get back in return. And so, I think people, I think, and this is really, really, really important. It's a good spiritual, it's a good Christian uh, principle to bank your life on. We think of giving when we necessarily, when we, we give financially or materially. And you think, okay, well, yeah, that's good. But when you give of your time, when you give of your, your, your wisdom, or you give of your understanding, or you give of yourself in so many other different ways, you get back in return. You get back in return. God gives you back in return. When you give of your time to someone in need, you're giving of your time. You're giving of yourself to the other person. And God will give you back in return. When you give financially to someone else in need, God will give you back in return. I've seen it so many times in my own life. I've seen it so many, so many times over and over and over and over again. You can never outgive God. I'm not saying you give away everything that you have. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that you give as God directs you to give. Because some people will misinterpret that and give everything they own and live in poverty. That's not what God's saying. But what God's saying is, is that you can provide for yourself and provide well for your family. But also you can provide for the needs of others. And you can give to others not only of your time, not only your money and your fine resources, but of your time and your energy and your talents, and God will give you back so much more in return. I can't say how much God has given us back in return in our family. And not just in quantitative ways, but I'm not in just like financial ways. Yeah, God's given us back financially. But God's given us back in so many other ways. So many other things that only God could have done. Only God could have multiplied. He gave us back in time. He's gave us back in, like for example, like even with our own home. Allowing us to get our home at a lower price than what they were originally asking and getting it before all the housing prices went up and getting it with a more reasonable interest rate and getting it at the right time. And God, God saw and God knows everything that, you know, we were able to do at the time, but because as a result of that, God blessed us and allowed us to get into a beautiful home in a, in a nice neighborhood and wherever where our kids are able to, you know, be, you know, in a, in, a, in a nice community because of God and because of the benefit of what God has done. And some people think, well, it's because I work hard and I got here and this is all because of me. No, it's not because of you, because it's the blessing of God in your life. Right? Okay, so this is, and then finally, our, a third and our last point, the result and the action. 
And what's the result of the woman of character? What's the result of the woman who displays all these things? Is that her children rise up and bless her. Her kids are going to rise up and say, you're great, Mom. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Mom, for that wisdom. Thanks, Mom, for, the, for you know, uh, taking care of us. And thanks, Mom, for loving us. Thanks, Mom, for giving us a hug and when I needed a hug, when things went difficult at school, and Mom comes home and gives him a hug. Thanks, Mom. Bless her for what she's done. That's um, the result. The result is that the kids will come back and they'll bless her. They'll rise up and they'll bless her and say, thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. Her husband also, and he praises her. So as a result of her character and who she is, the kids are going to rise up. Her husband will rise up. Others will rise up. Others will rise up and be benefited uh, and will praise that woman and will lift that woman up. And many daughters have done noble things, verse 29, but you excel them all. In other words, you, meaning the woman, you excel them all. You go over and above. There's many women out there. There's many great women out there. And if you look out through history books, there's, uh, we, and you look at, we just celebrated uh, the national uh, month of the woman, I think in March. And we, there's a lot of tremendous and great women out there. But a woman of character excels even all of them. That woman, that excellent woman, excels all the great women of history that have been out there. Because she's a woman of character, a woman of God. And it says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. In other words, fear, that, that reverence, that respect that she has for God. That reverence that she has and respect that she has for other people. She fears God. She's not going to, she respects God. That's her main focus is, is God. And as the overflow of that, her rest of her character flows from that. She fears God. She's going to be what? As she fears God, she respects God. Her character is going to reflect that. And what's going to be happen? Um, she, she shall be praised. In other words, you lift up that woman. You praise that woman. You honor that woman. Nothing wrong with honoring that. That's why we have Mother's Day. Is that So we can honor the moms of all the great work and all the, the, the great love that they've shown us um, and their children and her children um, so we can praise her and give her uh, the blessings that are due her. Give her the product of her hands. In other words, give her the praise that's due her. Give her the things that she is, she is blessed with. Give her those things um, as a blessing, as a for who she is as a person, for who she is as her character. Praise her. Let her know. Let her know. Guys, if you hear the message, let your wives know. Kids, if you hear, listen to this, let your, let your mom know how great she is. Let her know. Let her works praise her at the gates. In other words, in public places, at the gates. Don't be ashamed, guys, to let your moms uh, to speak about your wives, to speak about your moms, to speak about other women in your life that are of, woman, of, of great character and speak about them. There's nothing wrong with that. We should do that, and the Bible commands us to do that as well. Amen.